My name is Bob Fogel, and I'm an OG Hundy P. This OG Hundy P Spotlight episode of Humble and Fred is proudly brought to you by Bodog, the Retirement Sherpa, the Chambers Plan, Palma Pasta, evnet.ca, airinventures.com, and archidec.com. Bob, I see you're outside right now, and it looks beautiful. You are not in Ontario, are you? No, I'm in Fort Myers, Florida. How long you been there? Well, uh, this is our first year. We're doing the uh, snowbird thing. Okay. My wife and I are newly retired. So. All right, congratulations to you. Thank you. Where, whereabouts do you uh, live in the summertime? Well, uh Typically, up until last year, I lived in KW, Kitchener-Waterloo, and um, my wife and I have just both retired, and now we have a, play, a summer place up in Grand Bend and winter down here. I camp at Pinery every single summer. It's beautiful, isn't it? It's I fabulous. literally just booked my uh, 2023 because the kids love it there because of the sand dunes, and then you got Lake Huron, and you got that beautiful sunset. It's perfect. Oh, yeah, I know. The sunsets are unbelievable up there, Yes. So I'm going to visit you in Grand Bend when I'm up there in August. <laughs> you got an open invitation. No problem. <laughs> I love it. All right, Bob, is your wife a uh, OG Hundy P? No, unfortunately, no. I haven't been able to talk her into it. Mind you, she doesn't uh, She doesn't listen to uh, radio or anything like that, really. But so. you, you did try, right? Like at some point, did you try? I have tried, of course, yeah. <laughs> Like all OGs, we've, I'm sure we've all had our efforts on uh, spreading the word. You're like a brand ambassador. Like you just go around. <laughs> have I, have have you heard about this podcast, Humble and Fred? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. My friends get tired of me always uh, quoting them. Uh, you know, I heard the the top line is I heard on Humble and Fred today that blah blah blah. Right? <laughs> and they're like, Bob, we're sick and hearing about all the things you hear on Humble and Fred. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one thing I noticed I do now, like if if something, let's say there's some surcharge on something, like $20 surcharge, I'll say something like, should I spread my cheeks for this or whatever? <laughs> like I never said this, but I'll say it and it's like, oh yeah, that's because Fred says it all the time. Because Fred says it all the time, for sure. Or Humble tells him to, uh, you know, spread his cheeks and <laughs> pay for something, of course. <laughs> so Bob... Absolutely. Oh, sorry to interrupt there, but I want to get the uh, Bob, Humble, and Fred history. So let me go way back and ask you, did you listen to Humble and Fred on CFNY? Absolutely, yes. I was a, I was a very early adopter to CFNY back when they were in the house. The little and, house uh, in, Bra- in Brampton. Yes, yes, yes. I, uh, I, I grabbed onto them very early in my, uh, in my, young, my young Bob years. And uh yeah. And, uh, you know, Pete and Geats and all of it. And, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Can you please, like, name check some of the other personalities you'd enjoy listening to on CFNY back in that era? Well, it's funny because I, I, would, I would listen in the morning, going to school whatnot, 
And then I would always listen to them going to bed and they would always be on as I went out. So, I mean, it was, it was, you know, Scott Turner, Martin Streak, uh, you know, all of the, and of course I love listening to May Potts as well. And, you know, I mean, all of the, the names that shine out of that station, right? I mean, it's just, it's, it's history. And I can't wait for the documentary to come out too. I'm waiting for that. Yeah, well, it's done filming, so I guess they just got to, yeah, edit this and put it together, and uh, I'm looking forward to it as well. Yeah, 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 for sure. Now, have you uh, been able to locate Chris Shepard? Do you know where he is? <laughs> no. No, I haven't, no. Well, but you had him on, didn't you? No, you know who had Humble and Fred had him on in 2014. Yes. 2014, but that, and I've done some extensive research and asked, you know, everybody under the sun from David Marsden to Alan Cross to Scott Turner to Ivor Hamilton, all these guys. You had on that referenced it, so I do listen to yours as well, so. Oh, well, listen, now I'm going to start paying attention. That's fantastic. <laughs> that uh, So I uh, can tell you that the last public appearance made by Chris Shepard was that Humble and Fred appearance in 2014. Oh, oh see, another, uh, another feather in their cap, I guess. I guess so. And and I still remember like listening to Chris Shepard on that episode because I did put it together as a best of recently because it's like, well, this is a big moment. The last public appearance. Where the heck is Chris Shepard? He was yeah. kind of struggling to put on the accent like he kind of would fall in and out of it because <laughs> because apparently he doesn't really talk like this. So I can't even do it. But the the, the, yeah. the pretentious British thing he was putting on. But uh, if anyone out there knows where Chris Shepard is, let me know. I'm eager to uh to locate him okay so you listened from the get-go so you were listening in september 20 uh, sorry september 1989 when uh humble howard arrived from montreal you were there for humble and fred yep yep yeah i I mean it's all a blur of course but uh yeah i uh and actually um i worked in brampton uh, at times with my job and I would actually drive past the studio on Kennedy right. and wave to them in the morning. <laughs> Small piece of history there. Love it. No, that was like a strip mall, right? Yep. Yeah. 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 They were on the second floor there. Right. I've heard, I've heard the stories. I think, uh, Marsden told me there was like a, a mouse on the turntable at some point. Like, uh, yeah, it's uh, quite the story. Well, the, the boys might, uh, might know a reference that I can make from there, especially, well, Fred definitely would, the uh, the chicken plant across the road off Kennedy. Oh, yeah, well, Fred for sure. Yeah, he was there for a long time. Okay, love these references. Keep them coming. So the big question I have for you, though, you were obviously a huge Humble and Fred fan, and I'm guessing you also enjoy the music on CFNY, right? Yes, very much, yes. So when the boys announce that they're moving to uh, the AM dial, they're going to go to 640 Mojo Radio, early 20, uh, 2001. Do you follow them to Mojo? No, I'm afraid not. No, I, uh, I, that's, that's maybe the, maybe the uh, strike against me. I did not follow them at all in any of their further adventures. Okay. I, uh, as much as I love them, I just couldn't, I couldn't give up the music. I can, I get it, I get it, but I'm just trying to find out how far you'll go for the Humble and Fred banter, but when they decide to start doing podcasts, and I'm not talking about the current iteration, which begins in October 2011, but when they started doing one-offs, for example, we all got together at Dan Duran's house in December 2006 and recorded a Christmas episode. I was there, I technically produced it. Uh Were you aware of those one-off podcasts that we did for a few years? No, not at all. I had... I had no uh, inclination for podcasts 
And I know the question's coming. Where did I, yep. uh, where did I step on? That's my next question. Right. Well, I think I might actually set a little precedent on this one because uh, all the episodes up till now haven't mentioned the billboard. That's where I came in. You know what? You are the first person who learned because there's been people. Some people have learned about it from my blog. Some people have yep. learned about it from the Toronto Star article. Some yeah. have been just somebody, somebody in their family said, hey, humble, whatever. But you're the first one. Okay, so that billboard, I could see it from BMO Field. Like if I went to see TFC, I could see it from there. Exactly, so. yeah. Yeah, driving on the QEW. Yeah. Amazing, and, that uh, works then. Okay, so is that early? I'm trying to think. Like like, like to be an OG Hundy P, you have to be, you know, listening to every episode, basically. Yeah. So I came in about episode 60, okay. and uh, then I went back and caught up. Amazing, Bob. Honestly, amazing. So you're you got there pretty early, and it was easy for you to catch up. And your loyalties never wavered. Has there been any uh, subject matter throughout the past eleven years? And you're like, uh, maybe I'll take a break, or is it effortless for you to stay on top of humble and friendly? No, no. I can honestly say they haven't really touched anything. I mean, I'm all good with the Trump talk. Uh, you know, I mean, we share. You know, we share very similar ideologies and, uh, yeah, no, there's nothing that really has uh, offended me to the point where I need to skip over. And you're okay with all that golf talk? Oh yeah. Well, I'm a golfer. Yes. That's why I'm here in Florida. <laughs> right. I only joke because I had a guest, I, I did an episode earlier today with a woman who like, that was the, uh, the one subject, uh, they weren't crazy about, but, uh, oh, so just yes. a, a little inside joke there, but, uh. All right. How do you listen, Bob? Like, are, are you there for the live stream on Facebook or do you use a particular app or podcast aggregator? Tell us how you listen to Humble and Fred. Well, I'm, I'm pretty much strictly a podcaster. Um, I listen on the uh, app I use is Podcast Republic. Oh. I don't know if you've heard of that one. No, because I use Podcast Addict and I always think, oh, that like I'm there with like 0.3% of podcast listeners who use Podcast Addict. But Podcast Republic... So yeah. tell me, is it an Android or an iPhone that you use it on? Android, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I picked that up uh, right away in the early days when I started listening. And uh, it's, you know, it's upgraded throughout the years. And uh, I enjoyed it. I've tried to go back actually to Google and it, it, it doesn't, it pales in comparison. The app gives me so much more, uh, you know, flexibility. No, I get it, Bob. I get it because that's why I won't leave podcast addict because I like how I can configure it. Like I get, I can basically like, in fact, I listen to like different podcasts at different speed with different rule sets and everything. So mm -hmm. it's all highly customizable. It's free and I love it. So it sounds like you have the same great experience with your uh, podcast Republic. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. And this, by the way, quick sidebar here is that this is what I love about podcasting. Like what I love about podcasting is that at the end of the day, your podcast is a XML file. And that means it's open source. Like nobody, there's no proprietary uh, software involved. This, anybody can yep. build an app that can parse an XML file and deliver yep. the podcast. So it's so uh, like, basically it's so democratic. Like it's so beautiful. <laughs> and this is why I have this, like I understand people will sell out for money and I am certain if Spotify came to humble and Fred tomorrow and said, here's a Brinks truck in your driveway, take this money, but you can only be on Spotify 
they would take the money. I know they would, but I love, <laughs> sure they would, yes. but I love that podcasts, uh, a proper true podcast doesn't work that way. Anybody can use any podcast aggregator and listen. I love it. Great. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for indulging me there. I needed to... <laughs> no problem. No problem. <laughs> it is the true beauty. The open source nature of a podcast is what I love about it. Okay. So have you ever had to uh, binge episodes because you fell behind? Like I know you're, you're retired now, but there, was there ever yeah. any times where you were behind and it's like, Oh, I got to catch up. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Going on holidays, going on trips, you know, Europe or whatnot, you fall behind. And uh, I mean, it's great to take it with you, but you get so busy that it's, it's hard to fit that two-hour window in somewhere, right? So, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but do, you, do you listen at I, one times the speed? Just one time, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Typically, yeah. There are some other ones that I listen to without, you know, maybe one and a half to two, but, but no. Yeah. Well, that's the highest honor. That's a great compliment to Humble and Fred that they are they're good enough to listen to at one time the speed. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. They don't want to miss anything. Love it, love it. Have you uh, supported a sponsor or two over the past decade? Uh, yeah, uh, I've been a big Gig Sky supporter. Uh, I've got my my little remote and uh, my uh, and uh, let's see, going back, I guess uh, Fit for Life. I may actually be partially responsible for Fit for Life moving to into Waterloo because I had a little uh, back and forth. At the very, very early days, I had a bit of a back and forth saying, you guys should be at the University of Waterloo because wow. the students would love you. So That's that's wild. My son went to uh, to Laurier for a couple of years. So a yeah. be- beautiful, uh, beautiful city. Yeah, it has its, it has its stuff, that's for sure. <laughs> Fit for life. Okay, uh, and any others there before I ask you about Humble and Fred events? But uh... um, No, nothing that comes to mind right now. All right. What about events? Have you been to any Humble and Fred events over the years? Uh, well, I, actually, I was uh, a guest on the show back in, uh, it would have been April 28th, 2016. That, that was my 60th birthday. Wow. And I had, a, I had a meeting in Toronto, so I went in early, caught the show at the, uh, it was the 30th Street Studios. And uh, yeah, I sat and then... Humble and Fred called me up to the the big desk, and uh, we spent about ten minutes together. Was that uh, Freddie P's uh, old kitchen table? No, dining room table. <laughs> the dining room table, yes, for sure, <laughs> absolutely. I'm surprised you didn't get lost. I, I knew the 30th Street location well, and it was like a labyrinth to get there. No, yeah, yeah, it was fun. I think I, I think I passed the uh, the actual studio maybe twice before I finally got the right door, but. And did they have to send like Phil down to get you or did you just find your way up there? Oh, but Phil did greet me at the door. Yes, that was, he was, he was doing his job very well back then. Oh, for sure. Well, he came early. I mean, we were only, I think we were like, I don't know, two months into this project when Phil showed up. So he was a key key member for a very, very long time. Absolutely. And then the, uh, I was at the, uh, the horseshoe event and uh, that was a big, when my wife and I went to that, um, we sat with the panel of men and <laughs> I actually, uh, I have to, uh, while I've got the, the public's ear, I have to make a, an apology of sorts, um, to, uh, humbles girls cause, uh, sitting with the panel of men, of course, 
you can <laughs> fill in the blanks where I ended up, you know, <laughs> deep into a couple of kegs of beer. So I went to the washroom and coming back, uh-huh. I said, oh, there's the girls. So I thought I'd stop by and say hi and, you know, well, right. it didn't go that well. I'm sure they were, they were very, they were very patient and very tolerant, but I'm sure it wasn't pretty. <laughs> That's and a I did the same, actually, one second, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I did, I did exactly the same thing to George Strombolopoulos too, because he was just a little bit further down from the girls and... <laughs> Again, I'm sure I embarrassed myself, so I have to apologize to George at the same time. George is used to it, though. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. (laughs) What I remember, so I was at that event, too, and I remember George was there. And I remember everybody wanted a selfie with George. And I remember, because George had just been to my place, and we were talking about some stuff, like, one-on-one. And I was waiting for him, like, at the entrance to the horseshoe. But he had, like, it was, I don't know, it was, like, 20 feet. But it took him, like, 40 minutes because every <laughs> every yeah. hundy p wanted like a like a, a a little time with george and a selfie and george was very very uh patient and very good about it oh yeah yeah i know he was but I, this i was uh i uh, caught him after the fact after he did his his little stink on the show and uh uh i think he was more app to just get out he was in the middle of texting somebody i think he was ready to leave and i had to stop him just to think at the wrong moment i can't blame him i was pretty i was pretty loaded so i'm sure it wasn't pretty yeah everybody if uh, bob offended you at the horseshoe uh he was inebriated and he's not accountable for his actions partially <laughs> yeah all right my goodness gracious uh I know you tried to get your wife to listen. It didn't take, but have you been successful with anybody? Like, is there any, uh, like a friend or a family member where you yep. said, Hey, you should listen. And they said, they listened and they were like, Oh, I love this show. Yeah. A couple of friends. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, it, uh, I always put it to them that it's, um, I guess to put it in, uh, a quick sentence is a much gentler Howard Stern show. Oh, interesting. Know? Okay. That, yeah. Well, they're both named Howard. That's why. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> a kinder, gentler, like Howard Stern with a bit more heart. Yes, yes. They still like their fart jokes, but they they have a good uh, a good broad take on all the issues of the day, and uh, and they try to maintain a, a very centric attitude. And yeah, I I've always appreciated that. Now, if you could say something directly to Humble and Fred, this is a, a chance for you to address them directly. I'll back away from the mic. Bob, what would you say right now to Humble and Fred? Well, I guess I just have to really echo the, the sentiments of pretty much every other Hundy P that you've interviewed. It would be a, a great big thank you. You've uh, come into our lives and you know, filled many, many, uh, many hours with, with joy and laughter. I know I've been embarrassed many times walking around the streets, just laughing, Uh. you know, out loud at, uh, something silly. And I'm, I'm sure I look like an idiot, but that's, that's part of being an, uh, Hundy P and, uh, we all appreciate that and just keep on going boys as long as you can.
This OG Hundy P episode of Humble and Fred was proudly brought to you by Bodog. The Chambers Plan, The Retirement Sherpa, EVNet.ca, Palma Pasta, AaronVentures.com, and Arcadec.com. I'm Toronto Mike. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Toronto Mike. You can visit my blog, torontomike.com, or you can subscribe to my podcast, Toronto Miked. Peace and love. <laughs>